Hello there, and thank you for joining us on Hearthcast, episode number 246 for patch 6.0. Our topic for this episode is making gold in WAD. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of Hearthcast. This is Root, I play a Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 246 of HearthCast, we have a listener email. And remember the Corrupted Blood incident? We do, and don't think you want this version of it spreading. And hey, Blizz, stop yelling at me. So, hey, Root. Hey there, Freckleface. What did you do this week in the Blizzard universe? Well, you know, not not a whole lot. No? No. Um, I spent the week in the mountains in South Carolina. This sounds pretty. Uh, it was very pretty. Uh, big change of pace from Orlando. Oh, yeah. You know, with actual changing of temperatures. Right. <laughs> Trees changing colors. Oh, yeah, fall. I miss yeah, that. A little bit of snow flurries. If you call them that. I was just talking the other day how, you know, we can look out the window and can't tell what month it is. <laughs> it's true. You can't. What month is it? Orlando. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Orlando only has two seasons. Oh, I know. Yeah. Summer and construction. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, here's the thing. Like, it, it was it was Thanksgiving week and I met with my family in this little resort uh, in uh, this little town in South Carolina, and the resort amenities haven't been updated. Anything, really, not just the amenities. Anything in the resort hasn't been updated since the early 80s. Oh. Yeah. Did you have a TV with rabbit ears? Uh, no, but it did have the auxiliary jacks on the front of it, the RGB for the connection uh, from the satellite box. The horror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the microwave or convection microwave. I sent you a picture of the microwave. Yeah. And the TV. You said I couldn't even give that TV to Goodwill. <laughs> no, you can't. I got an email from the other day. It's like, hey, we're not going to take any of the um, the two, are they two TVs. Yeah, it's two TVs. Yeah, they yeah. won't take them anymore. <laughs> so, Flat screens only for Goodwill. Um, Connectivity up there was severely limited. Oh. It was wonderful. Someone tried to get a hold of me from work. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Can't get me. <laughs> uh, I did manage through, uh, I have a little Verizon Wi-Fi, and I did manage to, sque- yeah, I could get on to Garrisons. Okay. But I tried to do, like, some quests, and I kept lagging out. I'm oh. like, okay, I can do Garrisons. Right. And don't leave my Garrison, and I'll be okay. <laughs> I did fishing, though. Yeah. That was out of my Garrison. You doing the fishing daily? I was doing yeah. the fishing daily, and since, like, fishing was something I could do and kind of... Just do and not really think about it. Yes. It did a lot of fishing. Yeah. Which is kind of nice because uh, I, you know, we'll talk about it later on, but I did sell some on the auction house. And I also, uh, you know, like, you did a fishing quest for like the fat sleeper. So I'm like, yeah, a 
finally got something named after me in the game. Fat <laughs> sleeper. No. <laughs> <laughs> have you cooked any of the fish? No, I haven't done any cooking yet. I think it's interesting. So. Well, you, you got it all with the ways, right? All about the ways? Yeah. No. You're all about the ways? <laughs> no, no trouble? Let's see. I'm trying to think how you get your first recipe. But basically, yeah, every time I cook fish, I get more recipes for other things. Oh, that's cool. Just appear in my bag. Uh, when I did have connectivity, which is like when we went into like different villages and towns in the area. I say villages like we're some remote. <laughs> we went saw civilization. <laughs> uh, then I was like flipping stuff on my phone with remote uh, auction house. So cool. very cool little town we, we, we hit up in uh, northern Georgia. It's called Helen, Georgia. And we made all the, you know, gone to Helen back again jokes. Because it's Helen. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got yeah. it too, right? Helen, Georgia, if you've never been there, um, is, it's like a German Bavarian Alps town. With like the white buildings with the, the brown trestles in it. And okay. It's all, the entire city's themed this way. Wow. So it's basically like a huge tourist trap in the middle of nowhere that people go see because it's this cool theme. But we had really good food there, so. Well, that's the most important thing. I agree. Yeah. Um. So that was me. What about All you? Right. How has your weekend in Blue Universe been? Uh. Well, I actually had more time than usual because um family came here. Right. Right. So. So the, well. So you. What you're saying is when your family comes here, you have more time to play WoW. <laughs> Can't only be around them for so long. Then you feign having to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> feign nap. Yes. It's a new spell. Uh, no, I actually got a lot done. So I finished up Gorgrond. I moved to the Spires of Iraq very briefly. This is at the end of 97. And since I've been hearing so much about Nagrand and how great Nagrand is, as soon as I hit 98, I went back to my garrison, picked up the quest to go to Nagrand, and started there. And I got from 98 to 100. Oh, grats. Thank you. Just in um, about half of the grand is all I've done. So what do you think? You're pretty? It. It's very pretty. Yeah. And I love it. It feels familiar to me. And, you know, I, I mentioned that, uh, I think, is Gil Chad and got the response like, that's not a good thing. But to me, it is. You're going back in time. I want the familiarity. I don't run, like running around these places that I have no idea where I am. You know, the grand, like, you, you go up the road and you see... You know, the Coliseum, and you've been there before. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort of. Right. Of course, the new models for things, like the new Talbots and the new fire elementals and things like that, they just make the old version look embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new old, though, since we went back in yeah, time. Yes, pretty much. Everything was more detailed back then. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, so it's kind of odd. Um, so I realized three days into Pilgrim's Bounty that there was new stuff, a new pet, and a new toy. That I needed to get. And I should have been doing it from the beginning. So I missed three days of it. And then the next to last day, I was going to stock up on turkeys for the last two days of the quest. And I was going to finish going around. And then I forgot to finish going going around. Hmm. So I, I missed like another set of dailies. So <laughs> when it was all said and done, I got two of the frightened bush chickens. Okay. Uh, a no toy. Huh. Yeah. I totally forgot about it. Until the very last night of it. And I was just like, eh, I'm not even going to bother. I know, you missed out. Well, another thing I got was um, a cosmetic version of the Pilgrim hat. And I didn't realize they were starting to release these. I'm really hoping that they update all of the holiday events with these. But it's basically, it was blue quality item. It said Pilgrim hat. And it said cosmetic. 
So I put it in my bank, and then I went to the transmogrifier, and I went to see if I could T-mog it, and I could. Cool. Whereas all the other pilgrims' attire just kind of worthless. It sits there. You have to put it on. Right. To get the look of it. Right. Yeah. It just kind of takes up space in my bank. For no you reason. like that new uh, interface with the T-mog? We don't have to have the stuff in your bags to go T-mog it? That's not new. It's new to me. That's been that way for a while. Well, it's still new to me. <laughs> How do you like that feature that's new I to d- me? I do like it. <laughs> <laughs> I was no. like, oh, this is new. I don't have to have this stuff in my bag. No, I'm right there with you on um, kind of realizing about stuff. I was also talking about Meta Gems. People are like, yeah, I miss Meta Gems. I'm like, yeah, but didn't you hate and have to color coordinate? And apparently they took that off, you know, the requirement to have yeah. a certain number of gems. We well, got a bonus, a I think, ago. for it a long time, but you didn't have to cord- color coordinate for a while. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. And I also was in Elwyn Forest hunting the turkeys at night, and it was like super dark. I'm oh, like, did you forget Whoa. about the time thing where they actually fixed that? Well, the, you, they actually changed the saying it gets really yeah, dark at night. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't get dark until like the middle of the night because this was at like midnight. It got really dark and it also been on about 10 p.m. And yeah. it wasn't. You got to consider where it is and, you know, altitude and all that kind of stuff. I guess. Proportionate to the equator. I think Ellen Forest is like sea level. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still keeping my nameplates off, though. And hunting those turkeys without the nameplates is fun. Okay. Because then you're not just looking for, like, the yellow Texas is wild turkey. You're actually looking for turkeys. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Pretty fun. Yeah. Still recommend it. Sounds like you've been, uh, like you said, a lot busier than I have. I did, however, uh, manage to make some time when I got back from South Carolina uh, to take care of uh, some business. Because, Frank, we got business. We have our challenge. We do have our challenge. Uh, the challenge is for the uh, the first person to get the the mount from Kara, from the right. first boss. Our previous total was $32. Um, I'm out of my coin, so I'm back to paper dollars. So uh, Such a plebeian. I know. Got mine. I see that uh, you as well have your dollar. I do. Paper also. Uh, so uh, that makes the total in the kitty for this week. $34. So, freckle face. With family in town and leveling to 100 and working on your garrisons, did you have time to run Karazan? I did. And in your running of Karazan, were you able to kill the first boss? I killed it once. And then my other tune, I was not able to kill it. Whoa. I know. That's creepy. I was in a group, and I walked in, and it said, you'll be saved. Oh. And I was thinking, no, 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 don't save me. So I ran out without pressing any buttons. It still saved me to their lockout. Oh. I know. Bummers. That's very bummer. Well, with your attempt mm-hmm. and your successful kill... Mm-hmm. Did you have a success in looting the horse? I did not. I did. Now, Ruth. Yes, ma'am. Did you have a chance to run Kara and kill the boss? I did. And did the mount drop for you?
It did not drop for me <laughs> at all. <laughs> so no. So thirty four dollars into the kitty all for right. uh, for next week. This is uh, again we're cutting this off at a hundred because we can't afford the ticketine that's been after that. <laughs> it's a little too rich for uh, for our blood. There. We don't need to be uh, having it sit around either. No, 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 we don't because uh, yeah, our, our kitty's getting full. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty. Well, hey, we uh, have an email. This is from our friend Dougie over in Singapore who says, Hello, now that Warlords is here and everyone has at least access to virtually all professions, what is the best method to make gold? By my calculations, it will be 50,000 gold to complete all garrison upgrades. How is it going to be possible to get this much gold? Well, Dougie... There is no simple answer to that. So we are going to take your question and roll it right on in to our main content. 5 easy ways to make gold in Warlords of Draenor. As with any expansion, the world of Warcraft has undergone dramatic changes in gameplay. What we do, where we go, how we get there, and even how we make gold. If we don't adapt to these changes, we'll find ourselves falling further and further behind in our personal goals. So, Frick, I have what I call my master plan. And we've talked about this a lot over the history of our show. And that is to first have a plan. I know it seems redundant that the plan is actually have a plan, but you have to have a plan. You've got to know what's coming. You've got to know the changes that are happening. You've got to know what's going on with the game. And I do that by reading the PTR patch notes, the beta patch notes, whatever the upcoming patch notes are, what's going to be changing in the game. I read those. I look for profession changes. I look for recipe changes. I look for all this kind of stuff. And when I see these things, I know, okay, this is going to become more prevalent. Well, I'll read uh, in particular going, going on right now is reading garrison guides and what, what the different levels are and what you can do with each different level of the buildings you get. And that's how you kind of plan out what resources are going to need to be available. And I also try to, like going into to Warlords, I stockpiled a lot of gold, which I normally would like. I'm very, you know, like I don't hold on to my gold. I spend it on frivolous things, but that's what it's there for. Going into a patch, though, I tend to hoard my gold. So that was okay going into this patch, or this expansion, rather. I also watched the market. When new things come out, they are expensive, stupid expensive. And people will still buy them. So stuff sells stupid expensively because people want whatever resource that is. And then that tends to drop and bottom out and go way, way low. And the market crashes and then it rebounds and then it'll adjust itself out. So you tend to just watch that market a lot. What you don't want to do is get caught up in a sway, and I think that's where Dougie is right now. He's watching these prices that are exorbitant in the auction house, and he's watching them crash. He's going, how are we going to make any money? There's all this stuff in the auction house. They've merged the auction houses, hoarding lines. It's all one big place. So much stuff in there. What's going on? Don't get caught up in that. Stick to your plan. And always, you want to go back and look at it, make sure you're still doing what works. In other words, if people aren't buying X, don't try to stockpile and sell X because they're not buying it. Get rid of it. Go find out what they're buying and stick to that. That's the master plan. It's very simple. Now, going into five easy ways to make gold here. First one here, Freck, is flipping. You know, I love flipping. 
That's that's what I do. I can sit there anywhere and flip. And the rules to flipping haven't changed. It doesn't matter what you're flipping. The rules haven't changed. If it's black rock now or frost weed, uh, weed or fireweed or whatever, whatever else is going on. You want at least that five gold margin between your price breaks. You want to buy out all the lower stock. You want to relist those in stacks at a higher gold rate while still undercutting the next highest guy in there. And then you just you know wash, rinse, and repeat. I will say the other day I logged in and BlackRock. It's a BlackRock ore, which is used a lot right now in the garrisons for mining orders and uh, some other orders. Uh, jewel crafting? I don't know. Whoever it is. Somebody had listed like, it was like 400? Pretty sure it was like 400. One single units. Now, a sane person, Freckleface, would have logged out of the game, gotten on the remote auction house, and seen if you could buy all 400 with one click. That's what a sane person would do. Right. An insane person would sit there and click 400 times <laughs> to buy another, buy another, buy another, buy another. I clicked 400 times. You don't have an add-on that does it? Not automatically. Not for oh. 400 different listings. Oh, different listings. Yeah, Auctionator doesn't do that. You can do buy another, and I did a buy another for 400 times. Oh. Roughly, because somebody else was buying some too, so it might have been like three hundred and ninety right. some odd times. Yeah. Let me tell you, that, that's just that's, don't do that. <laughs> I spent so much time just trying to get my mailbox sorted out, <laughs> so it really wasn't worth it. Did you have that moment where you were like a third of the way into it, you wanted to stop, but if you stopped, I'm committed. I right, can't. you have to. <laughs> 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 I had that after like ten. I'm like, I've already done ten. I might as well just keep going. It can't take that long. And it did. 400. Yeah, it was, you should have bribed any of your kids to do it. No, nah, it was early no. in the morning. Oh, early in the morning. <laughs> <They're asleep. laughs> but I was able to get all those, and then I, I re-listened them in stacks of 200 very quickly. And, you know, you know, I didn't get my time back, but I got plenty of gold back on that. Another thing selling really well right now are garrison resources. So walk around your garrison. If they have daily things, see what they require. Do they require a particular uh, weed or uh, a herb? Not a weed. Well, is that going to be the same for everybody? Sure, at that level. Oh, okay. You know, so you want to see if something requires frost weed, go find some frost weed. Or go look in the auction. Now, this is what I do because I have a little bit of frost weed from my herb garden, but not enough. So I was going to get some from the auction house. And when I'm in the auction house, I'm like, well, let me look. And hey, guess what? My margins apply for my flip, so I automatically start flipping that stuff in the auction house, and that works really well. If I have an abundance of those frost weeds or whatever else, you know, resources, I actually put those up on the auction house. I'll do my daily, put my access on the auction house, and see what sells. And normally, it sells very fast. Now, you may need to do a little bit of research because you don't have every single building in your garrison. So you may do some research and find out what you know quests are available, what reagents they use, and then go look in the auction house for it and see if you can actually flip that resource for profit. Another thing that, Freck, I think you tend to like, I don't know, you made a comment the other day about this one, though. Transmog. Transmog's selling really well right now, but you told me you're not transmog anymore. Well, I picked up a really interesting-looking chess piece from the Spires of Wreck. And at the time when I picked it up, it really clashed everything else because I've been wearing this dress and now with the new chest piece, now my pants were showing, which were this bright red color and then yeah. it's on a blue belt. Like Wonder Woman. 
it was really odd. But then as I kept questing, all of my pieces got replaced. Ah, and so now, now I have a coherent look. And yeah, now it's the you know, the Warlords theme, which is, you know, as you said, it looks a lot nicer than the Pandaria-themed <laughs> yeah. gear. So, yeah. Well, a lot of people are still the transmogging into this Warlords look right now. Ah. So you can still transmog a lot. Now, here's a cool thing. There are buildings that you can send your uh, your guys on missions or that will gain you extra loot from other missions or bring extra loot in there. And there are some BOE items that are actually showing up. And these are high-quality BOE items. So this isn't just transmog, but it's actually BOE gear that's coming back as well. Case in point, not with me personally, but case in point, we had a guy in our guild had a piece come back from one of his missions and... Ended up selling it, I believe he said, for 74,000 gold. Wow. Right? Okay. I mean, that's that's extreme. You know, your results may vary. <laughs> <laughs> but those that happens. So you want to look at all the gear that you get coming in. Don't just like, I made a mistake early on. Any gear that I had, I took over to my uh, enchanting building and disenchanted it. So I could get the dust. So I could do more, you know, more stuff with my, sure. you know, my dust. Which is another fantastic thing to flip, by the way, <laughs> while we're on that subject. However, a lot of these BOE items do sell really well for either transmog or for actual equipment upgrades. Blues and purples that come back from your follower missions are selling extremely well. And, of course, you can also craft gear if you're a leather worker, a blacksmith, some of these other places. You can actually craft gear either yourself if you have that profession or in your garrisons if your garrison has that profession. A lot of people right now, Freck, are in the process of making this gear for themselves. So the pieces that are up in the auction house right now are very, very high gold. Next week, and everybody starts making these pieces to put on the auction house to sell, prices are going to bottom out. So give this a week or two, and you'll be able to buy these things at a very low price. So don't buy anything right now in there. Just wait. Fourth thing for you there, Dougie and everybody else, pet selling. There are a lot of quests in the garrison. I have the uh, the tavern. I think it's not the spirit. I think it's spirit tavern or something like that. It's a tavern. And I get follower people to come through. Right. And there's a little quest. And usually the quest takes you into a dungeon. And usually you're in the dungeon, you do something, you get a pet. And, you know, right now I, I do the same thing and I send all my pets to you. Which I appreciate. Good. <laughs> Most of them are like ridiculously cute. They are. And that's, yeah. see, that's the thing. These pets are ridiculously cute and people want these pets. So they are actually commanding exorbitant prices on the auction house. Cheapest one I've seen so far is a thousand gold. Ooh. And so, and that's just, I mean, there's nothing to it. You go, you take the quest, you run it through, you go, oh, here me go get this flower. And that, and that flower turns into a toucan or something. Very easy to do these these uh, one-off quests. So fantastic way to, if you were in the market to sell a pet, to make a pet. Because cute factor, people can't ignore it, and they no, want they that can't. pet. And they will pay the top dollar or they gold will. for that mm-hmm. that cuteness. There are also some pets that happen to drop around Draenor. Handy notes. Grab handy notes if you don't have it. And hover over everything, and you'll see in the different zones, hey, this pet drops here. Oh, handy notes is so good. I picked up so many things I never would have otherwise, especially without the sparkles anymore. Right. Oh, you'd walk right by stuff. You would. Yeah. Because it doesn't sparkle all that much. And if you're not looking right at it, you don't get the, the glow. So. And then there's one that made me cry. We'll talk about that. Yeah. A little later. 
the other thing you can do with your pets, those look through your pet inventory. You see what you've got that's been there like forever. And if you're not a pet person like me, the only pets that I that I won't sell are ones that people have given me that have some kind of sentimental value to them. Everything else, I'll sell. So I'm going to end up with uh, some pets that you gave me, Frank, and some uh, antique cufflinks that you gave me once because <laughs> you told me I could never sell them. Thanks. <laughs> you got to have fancy cufflinks. Got to. You got to really do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we look through there, and a lot of those still sell really well, especially if it's something like maybe you're in a pet battling onesie, you leveled your pet up. So. Right. If it's a higher level, go for more. Um, there's also a few from events that uh, aren't available anymore. And people will do that. They will hoard them like they hoarded the the Hydra pet from oh, yeah. that event. So the market is still a little bit flooded with that, and it's still going to be flooded with the um, the Iron Star ones. But if you go further back, and if you've been playing for a long time, there's going to be pets that you have that just aren't there anymore. So keep an eye out for those in those you can cage them up and put them in the auction house. And always, always look for lower-level mats. I just did this the other day. I happened to look around and went, wow, I still have a like, stack of Trillium. I'm like, why do I have a stack of Trillium? I must have missed this putting it on the auction house when I was doing my big dump. And so I sold it at, like, the same price that it was selling for, you know, a month ago, which is ridiculous. But people are still leveling tunes and are still leveling professions through there, and they still need that Trillium for stuff. So that worked out really good for me. And then I went through all my alts. And all of my alts, I made sure that they didn't have anything in their inventory. Sell everything, sell everything, sell everything. So you can do that. And there's some old stuff. Remember a guy one time paid me really good gold to go into Outlands and mine fell iron ore for him. And he was paying like really well for it. So there's always that too. There are always new gold sinks in every expansion, just as there are new items and various ways of making gold in new expansions. But the basics haven't changed. Stick with what works, and everything will be fine. You're listening to HearthCast. In gaming headlines this week. So there's a game that we are glad got canceled. A game is recently pulled from Kickstarter that was supposed to revolutionize the process of donating blood. Now, players would be hooked up to a blood-drawing machine, and they would be playing, I believe it was a fighting game, and as their characters lost blood, so would they. Wait, wait, wait. So we're playing a fighting game. Playing a fighting game. You punch me in the face, I get a bloody nose. And you get a little blood drawn out of you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like IRL, like oh, yeah, exactly, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> now it was supposed to be specifically calibrated to weight, age, other factors to keep it from overdrawing, and it was not for home use. <laughs> you don't think? <laughs> no. <laughs> However, it didn't work out. Obviously, the public was not on board with this game, and I think we can learn a few things from why this game failed. Okay. First thing you learn is that if people fear the worst case scenario, they will not use a particular product. Like right now, what's the worst thing that can happen if you download or install a game that has bugs in it? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Crashes your PC. Crashes your PC. Okay, so like virus. Virus. Worst case scenario, you have to repair your computer, right? It posts something to Facebook that you didn't authorize. Possibly. Okay. 
Let's kind of stretch it. But yeah, worst case scenario, you have to repair your computer. Got it. With this game, what's the worst thing that can happen? You beat me up and then lose all my blood. It just keeps drawing just... and drawing blood. Now, it doesn't matter that it's well-programmed. It doesn't matter how unlikely that is to happen, how many fail-safes they have for that to not happen. Most people just do not like the idea that it's a risk they can take to play this game. You could die. It's just freaky. You know? Because you know what I would do? If I was like running the thing, I'd be like, hey, Freck, uh, let me know if, if you feel faint or anything. And I'd be like watching the game, right? Right. And then, and then <laughs> let's say someone like does a right hook and your character like a like bunch of blood comes out. And you like you're in a chair and you're just like, Whoa, and you like pass out. I'm like watching the game, like man, she's not putting up any kind of defense whatsoever. <laughs> she's just getting her, her clock cleaned here, man. What's going on? I look down at you, and now you're all, you know, <laughs> like wow, you're really ash in there. <laughs> all right, which brings us to our second problem in this game. This game was meant to curb feelings of anxiety associated with giving blood. Do you have any issues with this? Giving blood? No, none, no. None, none whatsoever. Okay, I very much do. I hate I want blood. want my movie ticket. I want my orange juice and my cookie. <laughs> I, I hate the feeling of it. I hate seeing it in the little vial afterwards. Even if I'm just doing like a little sample for the doctor, I just hate it. Can't uh, stand it. Uh, it doesn't bother me. I, I love Ooh. watching them. Uh, it's just awesome. Well, gaming can curb anxiety, but here's the issue. You have to bring a positive association with something negative. The positive outcome needs to be triggered by the action that you want to reward. For a game that rewarded you for giving blood, you would need to have something positive happen in the game when you had the blood drawn. And instead, the opposite is happening when your character is losing. You know, that type of feeling like, you know, when you die in game, you're like, ah, you know, any game, it's just like you have the feeling of like, ah, just you're upset. Yeah. When it happens. And you don't want that upset coupled by this feeling of drawing the blood because you've doubled your negative associations with it. No, I know. I totally get it because yeah, it was one of those things, okay, when I give blood, I, I consider that a positive thing. I'm helping okay. out Red Cross, whoever it is, right? Okay. Bloodmobile, whoever comes through. That is a, a positive thing. Plus, I get, like I said, my movie ticket and my, right. my cookie right. and my orange juice. Good to go. But you're mentioning that this is a negative. When I'm losing a game, it's it's drawing blood from me. Right. I just I don't know how you make that into a, a, a positive. <gasps> Ooh. What if like you were fighting mm-hmm. and you won cash money and you had to deposit that money? When you deposit that money, that's how much blood it that would drew from you. Okay, it have yes, it had to be something so like that. A weird twist, but like if you had it hooked up to WoW, like you would have to have it happen in the moment when you looted something. Not at the moment when your character died. You're laughing, but it's true. No, I'm just because you put it on free for all and everybody passes out. <laughs> okay, but you see. You get a bonus roll. No, I'm not taking my bonus roll. It's going to draw more blood. All right, so if you're going to make a game. To counter a negative feeling, you need to bring a positive association with this negative feeling. Instead, they're compounding negative on negative. You know, the third thing is, is that it's it's enhancing the psychological fear by pairing this up. So I have this problem, and I'm assuming that, it, that it's, it's similar with other people who have some same issue of having a fear of getting the blood drawn. 
is that it doesn't matter how little is being taken out. I feel weak and I feel shaky and I feel slightly nauseated, hmm. you know, as if I just lost a ton. Even and, if it's and, just like a little bit, like less than a yes, vial? Yes, And I know it's just a little bit, but it's, it's my mind. Like I know that I'm losing blood. So my mind makes me feel an exaggerated amount of the symptoms, right? Okay. So my mind is like playing it up to be like this intense thing. So the way that I counter that is, you know, I get in the chair, I put my arm like off to the side, and then I turn the completely opposite direction. <laughs> I do not look at my arm at all. And I will sit there and I will like chat with the nurse who's doing be like, how's your day going? Like sure. ask, ask some questions, yeah. like any mundane thing just to make me feel like everything's calm, everything's normal. Something either has to be mundane or funny to distract you from something that's scary. Right. Yeah. Or pain. Like um, when I was little, we used to scrape our knees all the time when, you know, me and my brother's running around. So we scraped your knee. My dad would get out this uh, spray antiseptic. Yeah. Bactine. Yeah. yeah. That stuff stings. Sounds awesome. However, he would call it spray party. <laughs> and every time before he sprayed it, he would holler. He would go, woo, as he sprayed it. Nice. And it made you made me laugh. And he that happened often enough. Like, I can remember distinctly him doing it. But I think back and I think it's funny. I don't remember the sting of, you know, the antiseptic. I just remember him, you know, having a good time with the spray party. <laughs> you need something funny to counter fear. Right. So this game, like, if you're afraid of drawing blood, which is what they're trying to help, they're trying to get people to be less afraid with the game. Like, I'm afraid of losing blood, so you're going to show me on the screen somebody losing blood and have it happen at the same time? Now, I think I'm, like, got blood dripping all over the place. So prior to my career in IT, you know, I was a paramedic. Yes. And uh, as a paramedic, I did take shifts in ER where you would have to draw blood. Okay. You know, get a vial, whatever, from somebody. Very simple, subcutaneous, boom, just draw, hit the vein, good. Mm-hmm. Very easy to do. And you do have to put people at ease, you know, because they'll get there, they're all tense. It's like, they can't okay. be tense when you do that, right? And they very, very much so. And so I would, I had my little standard, standard like intro. I'd come up to someone and go, let's pretend you're the patient. Okay. And I would say, oh, hi, ma'am. You know, I'm here to, you know, draw a little blood. Um, do, does the side of needles bother you? Yes, it does. Not a problem. Just look away. That's what I do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah. So now you're laughing. Now you're like, okay, it's not right. so bad. You got to put them yeah. at ease, right? And right. there's some, I can't remember exactly all the other, but uh, you, you got to put them at ease. You got to talk about some other stuff, you know. Exactly. And then, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. And maybe yeah. that's why I don't have much of a fear because I did that so much, well, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. But it's still. They are reinforcing a negative with a negative, which is not yes. the good thing to do. Because no. now you're going to be, I mean, here's the thing. You need people to be calm. Because if not, you I mean, the blood pressure is going to go up. Right. The heart rate's going to increase. It's like, oh, you're already having anxiety because you put a needle in somebody. Now they can have anxiety because they're trying not to get beat in the face or whatever the game was. <laughs> you know, so they're like, how do I block? Oh, I didn't block. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I guess the worst part is like if you if you lose really fast and it's just <laughs> blood out, you're like, hey, you're done. I wasn't here but 30 seconds. You're done. I'll tell you the worst thing was when I had um, a nurse or something like 
dropped the needle or something and like the blood like oh, went all over the floor. Yeah. And I like I looked at it and oh, I almost passed out. Uh, I had one where, I, well, I had one, one where the, the guy's vein was like awesome. It was like you look at the vein, you go, like, that's a good vein. That's, <laughs> I'm sorry. It happens. <laughs> And so I, you know, I got the needle out and ready to go, and I, I hit it just at the right angle at the right time, right everything, and, and it, it splattered, <laughs> right, and um, it it got me pretty good, <laughs> right. <laughs> and so me, you know, my my dumb my dumb brains, so I I like I you know I finished the job, <laughs> you know, I get I get the blood that I need to get out the guy, and uh, I walked out of the waiting room like next, and the people were like <laughs> screaming, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I had a face yes, shield. Six sense of humor. I know, <laughs> but it was awesome. I mean, how many times that actually happened? That's true. So you got to take advantage of that. <laughs> it's messed up. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, no, I didn't. I don't think I drew more blood that night. Actually, I think <laughs> I got rotated off that ship. <laughs> I, think I, I think I got put on morgue duty the rest of that oh. night or something. <laughs> Can't scare the corpses. Yes, you can. <laughs> what? <laughs> you never played Toe Tag Swap? Nah, I'm kidding. You didn't play that game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> so it is awesome to incorporate gaming into daily life. And to use it to alleviate the public sphere about giving blood is a great idea. However, the next version of a game just needs to ease more nightmares than it causes. Hey, Blitz, here's an idea for you. Hey, Blitz, stop yelling at me. What are you yelling? Are you yelling at me? So I picked up a quest in the Grand where you help out an old shaman named Garok carry out his dying wish. Now, his mate had died when he was young, and he suspected that she was killed out of jealousy and wants you to question the person who he thought killed her. However, as soon as I picked up this quest, I knew how it was going to end. Do you know how I knew? I do not know how. You're clairvoyant, clearly. No, no. And because three people had done the same quest in the five minutes before, which prompted the NPC to interact and slash yell. It was like the ice king is melting. What was that thing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was an emote or a system message or something. This is like yelling. So, like, the, the NPC is yelling the reveal to the quest. Oh, spoiler alert. I know. So, since I heard the NPC yelling before, I already knew the ending of the quest before I even got there. So, hey, Blizz, maybe tell your NPCs to quiet down and not yell spoilers. Now, this quest, I won't say the ending of it, but... Yeah, I had to stop playing because it was like so many feels. It made you that mad or upset? The, the ending of the quest is just emotional. Oh, the whole quest. Yeah. 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 There have been some others like that in this game. Yeah, second time. The first one was the Young Orc Traveler, which I found through mm-hmm. Handy Notes. Yep. Yeah. Finished up that one. And then I did this quest. I'm like. Sad face. Sad face. Yeah. Yeah. I'm- did you go have some bonbons? No, no, no bonbons. Just needed a break. Just had to had to cry it out a little bit. Wow. And then I was really? good to go. Oh. Yeah. Man. I know. It was intense. Have you done it? You've been in the grand? No. 
Okay. Warlocks don't cry. Warlocks don't cry. That's right. We've been over this. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so maybe one of your alts will appreciate it better. Speaking of alts, bonus tip. Okay. This tip actually comes from Dead Guy. He's normally on up here acting on the show anyhow, but this tip comes directly from him. Log into your alts now, the ones that are, you know, 90. Get them into Draenor. Get them into the garrisons. So do your questing and do whatever you need to do to get into the garrisons. Then your alt garrisons will start gaining resources. So if you ever need to, you know, decide to level up those alts to completion to 100, your garrison will have a head start with resources. That's a good idea. I haven't done anything in Draenor with them. I may draw my rogue. I've done nothing. I got my, you know, I got... My main up, and that's it. Yeah. But now, since Dead Guy pointed that out, I want to go back and get at least my alt. It's not a lot. You may talk in a couple hours to get to the garrison. Right, right. Not even that, I don't think. But yeah, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get that done. There's that, and there's some other things I want to get done this week. I'm still haven't. Uh, <laughs> shame on me, but I haven't gotten my proving grounds done yet to, to silver. Did bronze. Which means I can't do heroics random yet. Oh. So, yeah, I'm getting there. I still got lots of stuff to do. Yeah, I'm not in a hurry this expansion. I'm just not. I had too much of a negative experience in MOP with people hurrying that I'm just taking my own time. Take my own. Take it as it comes. Yeah, same here. Now, you know, Freck, before we wrap the show, uh, you know, I went on this little trip to South Carolina. Sure. And we drove. It was about you know, seven and a half hours, eight hours or so. Okay. And I want to give a little plug to an app uh, called Waze, W-A-Z-E. And it is a social commuting app. And what this app does is as you are driving along the road, let's say you see a, uh, a car off to the shoulder of the road. With a couple buttons, you can say there's a car on the shoulder of the road and it updates the map. The next person driving along behind you who's using the Waze app gets an alert. Watch out. There's a car stopped on the side of the road ahead. You're like, oh, okay, that's good information to know. It can alert you to several different things. Uh, Traffic alerts, traffic patterns, construction on the road, and my favorite, police reported ahead. So we're driving back. And, you know, got the Waze app going, the other stuff going. And uh, it says... You know, we're doing like you know, 80. We're not like, you know, flying down the road. We're doing 80. Sure. And it says, caution, police reported ahead. So oh. I slow down, pull off. You know, I was in the left lane at the time because I was mm-hmm. passing a lot of, you know, traffic going a little slower. And I slow off and I pull off in the middle lane. And some, you know, guy passes me who was like riding my tail the entire time anyhow. Goes up around the corner and fine, said police officer, who, <laughs> who my Waze app had just told me about. Uh-huh. And uh, he got pulled over. So, you know, and I'm not I'm not advocating speeding or, you know, trying to get away with something. But uh, because it's been great for construction or, or traffic pattern, fog, bad weather, you can alert you to a lot of really cool things. Now, if you try to chat with it because it has a chat function, you have to specifically say, I'm a passenger in this vehicle. Because it's like, no, 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 typing is disabled. <laughs> You know, no, I'm a passenger. And you're like, oh, okay, if you're a passenger, go ahead. Because you can chat back and forth between different people using the Waze app. Oh, okay. They do a lot of social things, too, a lot of fun and games. Like around Halloween, they have these, like, ghosts that you could drive over and get points. 
And every so often there'll be like little areas you can drive into that are off the road. You can get extra points. I don't know what the points are for. But it does do uh, navigation, which I don't really care for. It's accurate. I just don't like the uh, the speech. It's really weird. It's kind of mm. cut off. They didn't yeah. do, it didn't do it really well. But the social aspect of it, I really like. So big plug for them. Waze, W-A-Z-E on Android and iOS. Are they integrated all into Google Maps? Because I don't think I have Waze. Um, I don't think they are because they have their own map system. Well, I mean, I get alerts when I have bad traffic coming up. When um, Oh, sure, I'll get that through Google. Right. But you're not going to get stuff like vehicles on the side of the road well, or, true. you know, uh, obstruction in the road ahead, you know, debris in the road. Or the police. Or yeah, Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the icing of the cake right there, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Now? And then what's cool is like you drive by, right? And let's say someone says, hey, there's a, you know, a, sh- a vehicle on a shoulder ahead. And you get a pop-up, a very large pop-up on the screen when it talks. You look over and go, okay, and it's got a thumbs up, and it's got a not there button. So if you drive by and that obstruction is gone, you can click not oh, there. Good. It gets updated. And it gets updated, it gets, clears it off for everybody. And accidents, it alerted us of an accident. It was a pretty nasty accident. Ooh. It was on the other side of the road, but people were still kind of gawking. So big props to them. I use it every day because I've got a uh, about a 40-minute commute or so. Mm-hmm. And it's on a, it's up a toll road, up and down a toll road. So, yeah, I use it on a daily basis. It's a lot of fun. D- uh, Waze, W-A-Z-E. Go check it out. And, um, I don't know, thumbs up it for us. Well, that about does it for episode number 246 of HearthCast. Dark Moon Fair is going to be starting at the end of this weekend. If you find yourself in the Orlando area on December 12th, then come hang out with us at the Orlando WOW Meetup Group. Sign up at meetup.com for place and time. And we are looking for our next contestant for HearthCast AOE. It is the only trivia game where you don't have to be right to win. Anyone can play if you have 20 minutes free time between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern on a Monday. Email us at podcast at hearthcast.com for further details. Big thank yous going out to Dougie for his email contribution this week. Dougie, keep it up. We got faith in you. You'll make plenty of gold. Fifty thousand's a lot, but it comes pretty easy if you just stick to the plan. Also, some big thank yous going out to all of our Twitter friends and followers on Facebook. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. A big thank you to our friends over to OpenRead for everything they do. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.